0: This is Fly Perbole with Steve Jacot and Craig Forsyth. For one night only, join us on NHL Network Plus for the duel of the century. Yanni vs. Yanni, the former Flyers defenseman Yanni Ninima takes on the international music sensation Yanni in a duel of song and sport. Be there! Folks, it's that time of the year when the heat finally has to be turned back on in your house because it's too damn cold. The hair dye that you have so thoroughly put in begins to drip down your face because it's too hot in your house and you're sweating your ass Get right off.
1: Get right into it. Get right into it.
0: it. It's that magical time of the year. I mean, the turkey's coming next week. We're all excited for the big turkey man in his red suit, handing out turkeys down chimneys left and right. It's the best holiday. Everybody loves it.
1: Yeah, I love Halloween. No, you're right. It's the best time of year. So and Halloween's it's,
0: fantastic. Uh... I, we're all excited for Halloween next week. When yeah. we're all gonna eat from twenty-five feet apart, give each other menacing glares across our extremely long rich people tables that we we eat at, and
1: then yeah, and then we all search the house for the hidden uh the hidden uh turkey eggs that are all over the place that were left by the turkey bunny, right? This is all we're just combining every holiday. Is that what we're doing? And and one then master
0: at, master holiday, and,
1: yeah, and then absolutely. Thanksgiving night we shoot off fireworks. Yeah, so fucking you actually take the
0: candy <laughs> out of the turkey. <laughs> that you have stuffed so thoroughly.
1: In. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Jesus
0: Christ. That's how you yeah, take that's...
1: the turkey out. Yeah, you hit it like a uh, like a piñata. That's what you do. Yeah. This is uh, a yeah,
0: this that's, is that's, wanna, It's informational. I, I, it's informational. Yeah,
1: I told you last week August needs a holiday. Why not combine all the holidays from the year into one in the middle of August? Then we have something to do in August. That's my
0: down for that's a
1: that. Craig Forsythe stance right there. That's what I'm throwing out to the public. So hopefully uh let's get that let's get that going. Let's get that yes. uh, turning on Twitter.
0: Yeah. Yes, I'm all about that, 100% for that. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving next week, and this is, honestly, it's probably the most worrisome Thanksgiving of all time. Oh, yeah. Like, I decided to, we're we're not gonna, I was invited over with family, and I just was like, I can't do it this year, I can't. So, uh, the only way I would do it is either if we were eating outside, or if we had... Like you know, in the first Batman movie, when he's having dinner with Vicky Vale at the gigantic rich person table, <laughs> yeah, that I would also do. I would I would eat at the elongated, uh, wealthy table.
1: That's that's a that might be one of your better pools because it's a deep pool. But also, I, I knew what you were talking about. That makes it even. <laughs> that that means everybody should get it. So, uh, yeah, it's gonna be. It's going to be an interesting Thanksgiving. I am not... Yeah, I'm not doing anything either. I'm just going to sit at home and watch football. It's going to be another day of watching football, so... uh, Nothing wrong with that. I mean, Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, uh, you know, these... A lot of days... A lot of days are starting to look like the same uh, here, going on to eight months of uh, whatever the fuck this year is. So, uh, it's good times, but hopefully...
0: Folks, we're almost there. We're almost there. Yeah, we're almost there. Vaccines are making traction. That said... And this is something I say every week, and I cannot say this enough. Wear your damn mask. Wear it over your nose. Wash your hands. But the mask is much more important. Wear the mask over the nose. Yeah, it, I see a lot of... Wear it over your nose. Why
1: is this so... Yeah, a lot of mouth, mouth covered, but just then also breathing out air through the nose. And this, it's a, it's kind of baffling that people don't get that uh, that concept. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's whatever. Yeah, just wear the mask. That's all we're asking. That's all you just gotta wear
0: do. wear the mask. Breathe yeah. through the turkey. I don't...
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, t- turkey mask is not an ideal way to celebrate Thanksgiving this year. Oh, yeah. no Unless not... it's – you can wear a mask with a turkey on it, but don't make a mask out of your Thanksgiving turkey that you're going to share with <laughs> yeah, your, your family and friends from, uh, hopefully, a distance outdoors. Hopefully. I mean, I know not everybody's going to do that, but yeah. I'm hoping – a decent amount of people do that. I think it sounds great, to be honest. I, I like cooler weather. And if it's in like the 50s or so, I, I would be totally down for that. If, you know, I don't even need a heat lamp, but I'm also, you know, uh, I'm not the slimmest guy. I'm not the slimmest guy. <laughs> I can maybe take a little colder weather than your average person.
1: I, I mean, I I don't, I could never stand the cold, no matter how big I was. I don't know. I've always hated. I've always been I, I'm the sweat can. I always prefer to sweat. I need the heat. <laughs> So that's that's where I stand. That's how I've always felt. By the way, Steve, I've I have a perfect segue into our first topic. By the way, I don't know if you're ready to transition. If you are, let me know, and I will. Listen, I'll lay it on you.
0: Have my popcorn out, and I'm ready for Craig Forsythe. Okay, so thing. segue.
1: Thanksgiving is all about you know uh, being thankful for everything, and maybe possibly giving back uh, to the people you love in your community, and. Uh, The NHL is asking the NHLPA to give back a a little bit more of their money to help the uh, 2020-21 season go underway. And uh, I'll tell you what, folks. uh, Classic story of the uh, NHL trying to pin the NHLPA into a corner and making them look like the bad guys. If their shitty plans to get a season underway, don't take place. And uh, thank God it's happening right now at this time and place in November of 2020 when we have no idea when hockey's coming up next. But that's exactly... The big news this week was um, the NHL reached out to the NHLPA and asked for um, additional deferment of their 2020-21 salaries. Uh, And again, the players in the CBA that they signed last year, which shouldn't be renegotiated, should stand as is because it's a CBA uh, signing, and this is something they always honor throughout the whole contract and everything. Uh, They asked for... Players already agreed to defer 10% of their 2020 21 salaries. Um, and then on top of that, they agreed to uh, an escrow, crap of escrow cap of 20% this year, 14 to 18% in 2021 22, 10% in 2022 23, and then 6% in the three seasons after that. Escrow is a word that's thrown around a lot and it's never really uh, explained. But pretty much what it means is uh, it's used to make sure the league and the players split revenue uh, half, like half and half, 50 50. Uh, and it's, it's always the thing that comes up. It's always one of the big talking points whenever the CBA is it's talked about and whenever the league is stalling out or locking out. It's, it's one of the big things they always talk about. So the NHL su- submitted uh, two proposals to the NHLPA, which uh, they weren't fans of. And honestly, I get it. Uh, but the first one is for 2020-21, 20% deferred compensation instead of 10%, 25% escrow cap. Second uh, proposal is uh, for this upcoming season, uh, 26% deferred compensation. And then the final three years of uh, the deal, the escrow cap is raised to 8.5 or 9% instead of the agreed upon 6%. Um, and Elliot Freeman reported on this, of course, because Elliot Freeman reports on everything. Um and he was saying that, uh, quote, My personal belief is that if the season is begin on January 1st, a deal needs to be reached by the end of the month, hopefully sooner. But if some things have to be rushed, they'll be rushed. Wednesday's events knock things off course, and the players will need a few days to regroup. They are angry and feel betrayed. Uh, he also added there were <laughs> that uh, one NHLPA, uh, or one player from the NHLPA, said that on the conference call there were audible gasps when this was presented. So the players didn't take it well. And again, I wouldn't the January, those. no. I mean, no. Especially because this was, again, it's just the league putting the players in a shitty position to make them earn less money and put them out back out. Like, the bubble was a whole thing. The players to play inside the bubble over the summer, go out into the whole COVID mess and not be around their families and everything and have things like Claude Drew miss his son's first birthday and all that kind of stuff. That was a big ask, and now they're going to pretty much be asking to do that again, and now they're asking them to have even less money than they su- agreed to over the summer, which is, if the shoe is on the other foot, that like people will be calling the players babies for asking for more money, but now the league is doing it, and it's a whole... It's a whole dumb thing where I Listen, understand the players will get pissed. And... These
0: billionaires, we gotta help them out, okay? These yeah, are prime exactly. That's and the billionaires need to keep as much of their own I money mean... as they possibly can. We gotta help the billionaires, gang. Not yeah. Now, I know this with the full awareness that a lot of NHL players are making millions to play. Uh-huh. But again, yeah. when you're talking millions versus billions, I tend yeah. to take the the lower number.
1: Also, when the, the billionaires the are asking for more of the money, too, it's a whole other thing. But like we, I think like we've been saying for a while, the January 1st date was something that's been thrown out there for a while. I really started leaning towards it was going to be early February, ever since Bill Foley came out and said it. And also, it, they do need to, like Freeman just said, they do need to get things in order like now. And right now, it seems like the league and the players kind of don't like each other at this very second. So a good thing they already uh,
0: signed a CBA because otherwise this would, uh, yeah, this would really worry me about a potential lockout coming.
1: I mean, well, that's the whole thing right now too is we don't know what, we don't know what the reaction from the NHLPA is going to be yet because this was news that pretty much broke today and late last night. Uh, so I saw people being kind of worried about that because now there's kind of tension again over the CBA on top of the whole idea of even getting. The league up and running to play a partial season to any extent. Uh, a partial season, which um, Freeman also apparently this is the latest uh, season format Freeman heard, and I'm laying this out there because again, it's Freeman. Uh, he said there's a 60 game schedule in place, division only play, uh, which is the Canadian for the Canadian Division Uh in your own arenas, bas- baseball style back to backs in the same venues, at least a week between the end of the season and the playoffs. Uh, to allow for makeup games, and the playoffs start by mid-May and end by July 15th. And again, I believe they said the July 15th date could be pushed back because, uh, unlike the NBA, they don't have to worry about participation in the Summer Olympics. And also, uh, I think it was mentioned earlier that there was no, um, there would be no issues with the Olympic programming on NBC and a possible NHL postseason, uh, and, uh, and uh, NHL postseason viewing on NBC. Um, So that's it's what not we're like looking it's at. ever,
0: it's not like it's ever really been a priority for NBC anyway.
1: But yeah, no, not not really. Yeah, but I mean, especially uh, when horses
0: are coming, when horses are coming, you cannot yeah. possibly delay the horse race coverage. For yeah, we're Rocky. gonna. It's, it's yeah, yeah,
1: Eddie O. Yeah, I mean Eddie O's gonna bang his fist on the, <laughs> the table, to let you know that <laughs> horse race. I needs to be taken as a serious. Yeah,
0: the Kentucky Derby is Eddie O's Super Bowl at this point. It's not. <laughs> It's not the Stanley (laughs) Cup, it's Kentucky Derby at this point. Eddie O loves it. You can tell he is, like, in his element over there. Did they... It's... And, look, I'll give... I will give NBC credit to say that they've certainly prioritized the NHL more than ESPN ever did, uh, (laughs) and that's why the NHL has gone back to them for their their latest deal, and it's great, but at the same time, you know, uh, most of the Stanley Cup final games weren't on proper NBC, and... Yeah, yeah. There's the horse racing thing. It's, it's just, it's hockey. That's, that's the they, hockey world we live in.
1: I didn't watch any of the horse races. Did they make the horses wear masks, like, at the Kentucky Derby? Because that would be, if they made, like, big, gigantic horses. Well, they were like, all horse, in giant hamster balls. Oh, that's what, now, if they yeah, did they didn't something like that. did the mask
0: when they were in the hamster ball.
1: If they, yeah, like, well, I, I was going to say, if they put the horses, like, in those big, like, human bowling ball, like, Bowling balls, like those big, like inflatable air balls that you get in and hit big pins. Oh, yeah. Like if they did that, but I was, still, I was like, at some point, that's probably crossing the line to like animal cruelty. So, I mean, I don't know. I think the mask is in the big ask. you know, just where you're at. Just wear your mask in public, horses. That's all we're saying. So just do that. <laughs> that's all you're saying. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's. I mean, that's schedule. sixty games. To me, not having any kind of information or being involved in these negotiations at all, sixty games to me still sounds pretty fucking crazy i don't know like because i still think of the 2013 season where it sounds like that would be the best case scenario right now as they start up in mid to late january and then the season is done in late june and that was still a 48 game regular season and then the normal postseason, um and that was and that even then that was a lot of games in a small window oh yeah and i know they can i know they can push it back even further now because now they can know now they know they can play whenever the hell they want because they can just bubble up a place and play in the middle of july and august uh but i still feel like 60 i mean they're gonna push for it because they gotta they gotta make up all this revenue they lost uh which is why we're gonna rank some jerseys in a little bit too but uh yeah that's uh i apparently 60 games is what they're looking at right now and only interdivisional play and um before we get to that i wanted to mention that pierre lebron talked about the return to play committee again we talked about how drew was on that last week LeBron shared the list of players that uh, he believes to be on the return to play committee. And uh, it's, it's a beautiful list of players that I, I have it's a, real a awesome. lot of. Yeah, it's Giroux, David Backus, Darren Helm, David Zavard, Justin Folk, Lars Eller, Sam Gagne, Justin Advocato, uh, Ian Cole, Zach Hyman, Ron Hansey, Ryan Dezingle, Andrew Cobb, Alex Biega, Chris Kreider, and Mark Like Good Lord. There are only <laughs> like four good, good, good players there. there. Right? Yeah, there's like Sam Gagne. I, how in what capacity is Sam Ghani representing the league at the end of 2020 going into 2021 how him and Ron Hainsey why or even like <laughs> how is how did Alex Biega get up here what's happening like in time and space right now with any of these and then Darren Helm and Justin Advocator that's just yeah that's just uh, Ken Holland I guess is in charge of the return to play committee and I just wanted to put some of the best players there um and then you got Chris Carter and Mark are good. Mark Schreiter, they're not as good as uh, Sean Couturier, obviously, but uh, yeah, they're there. Um, obviously, but, Claude Drew. Yeah, Claude Drew. I mean, you know, has been fraud Drew. Um, and then on top of that, uh, Greg Wachinski <laughs> You can't Wischinsky go throwing from...
0: that word around these days. You can't go <laughs> no, throwing the word yeah. fraud no, around that's like true. there's nothing yeah. these days, Greg. I mean, yeah, that's, and that's there's certainly yeah. legal legal repercussions for just throwing the word fraud around.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah, that's fair. Um, so then, uh, Greg Wachinski from the show threw out. The latest potential divisions he heard, and again, like Friedman said, there would only be um, division only play. So that's the important thing to remember here when I run through these divisions, because to me there is a huge flaw with this, and I, it was pointed out by some other people on Twitter, so I know I'm not alone. But uh, yeah, the Canadian division, which would be Toronto, Ottawa, Edmonton, Vancouver, Calgary, Winnipeg, and Montreal. East division, which would be the Flyers with Bruins, Sabres, Hurricanes, Devils, Islanders, Rangers, and Caps. Then in the Central Division, the Blackhawks, Blue Jackets, Red Wings, Panthers, Predators, Penguins, Blues, Lightning. And then the West Division is pretty much specific with um, the Avs and the Wild, but it's Ducks, Coyotes, Avs, Stars, stars, uh, Kings, Wild, Sharks, and uh, Golden Knights. How are you going to go an entire NHL season without the Penguins and Flyers and the Penguins and Cavs beating the shit out of each other.
0: It doesn't how make are any you,
1: sense. It, if it, you're going to try and make up money, why would you not program three to four games of the Flyers and Penguins punching each other in the face? What, how as a league are you going to do that?
0: Why? don't why? we just get rid of the Islanders? Like, entirely. Just Oh my god,
1: I've been saying that for years, and I think it's time we do it. Yeah, it makes sense. Or just move Listen, them
0: Quebec to Seattle. Quebec has had a stadium built for years now. For yeah. years. Just yeah. put the Islanders... In Quebec, case closed. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's the end of that's the end of the debate. Yeah, Open let's get it sh- done.
0: No, I I agree. It, it is insane to not have the penguins. There, I, it's and caps one of the. Together. It's like, it Yeah,
1: the flyers yeah. and penguins alone. I think if we were in a flyers podcast, I think I would still be making the point that like, flyers penguins is a rivalry that probably needs to happen. And even also, we're not a fucking caps podcast, but penguins caps is right up there as a rivalry you need to see it too i don't know how you separate those three teams i don't know why uh i mean i guess central division you get the blackhawks and red wings back
0: like you um, certainly and you have you know and and red wings too, flyers yeah. bruins flyers rangers flyers devils flyers islanders there's plenty of rivalry yeah. to go around but arguably one of the top five rivalries in hockey these days is flyers penguins and Again, Caps-Penguins has been pushed ever since Ovechkin and Crosby were both in the league. Like, yeah. that has been a rivalry in the league for the longest time, and I I am just stunned. Like, to throw the Penguins in this mix of who gives a shit, it's, <laughs> it's kind <laughs> of yeah, bonkers. I... Like, this division, Chicago, not good. Columbus, meh. Detroit, not good. Oh, Florida, really not good, yeah. meh. Nashville, meh. Pittsburgh, above average. St. Yeah. Louis, there's three good teams in that division: Pittsburgh, St. Louis, Tampa Bay.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I, I mean, I, like, I'm like trying swap to think of like
0: Carolina or something. Like,
1: I think so. Like maybe they're thinking they get
0: my get... mind. You, you know, dear listeners, you know, I, I certainly don't want to play more games against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And this division that the Flyers would be stuck in, this prospective division, is difficult as shit. This is a abysmal division for the Flyers just having to, to I mean, it's just one of the it's got to be the toughest division on this Maybe I the West, think it might be I think the East is no, the toughest uh,
1: one. Oh, wait, the West, I mean the West does have some well, the West is mainly just the Av-Stars and Golden Knights I mean, right. the rest of those teams can kind of Kick rocks. But the, like the I mean, the Bruins. Boston,
0: who's, won, who's yeah. one of the top, they won the President's Trophy last year.
1: You get one year of the Sabres with Jack Eichel and Taylor Hall. Uh, and then the Devil. I mean, the worst Carolina team will be Stanford. the Devils. You know, yeah, the Carolina and the Caps and the Islanders and the Rangers would kind of be, you know, the Rangers would be kind of in this year too. But I mean, we always have to deal with them. But adding in the Bruins and then also the Sabres this year when they're trying to showcase... Like Jack Eichel finally has a line mate, I feel like that's pretty annoying. But looking at the central, it's like I think they're looking at Hawks Red Wings again. Maybe the Red Wings Penguins. They love doing that shit where they think the former Stanley Cup matchups are like a, a rivalry because we had to have fucking Hawks Flyers jammed down our throat for years. Uh, oh my
0: god, and Red Wings Flyers.
1: Yeah, yeah, that one too. But like recently, like the Bruins and Lightning hate each other now. They should be in the same division. Um, what was the other big one I was just looking at too? Uh, fuck, I forget. But, like, well, Golden Knights are... Well, Knight like, the Central... Too, but... um,
0: and, like, if they're going... If this is truly geographic, the Central makes absolutely no goddamn sense. <laughs> it kind of, yeah, really. Tampa
1: Bay Columbus, is... Columbus. Uh... Uh, yeah.
0: Like, Minnesota's not even in the Central, and Minnesota might be the most centrally located team on the entire map for the NHL. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I'm
1: trying to think of, like, who they would have pushed out. I mean, I don't I even mean, know. I mean, like,
0: well, the thing is also... Two of these teams are in Florida and they're more eastbound than half of the (laughs) East. Maybe not half of the East teams, but a a decent amount.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh these things are a work alright. I mean, I like the divisions we were looking at last week. I think the divisions we looked at last week made more sense. And even that was with the Bruins in the division, but I I don't know. If like if we're looking at minimal games, I'd rather have more meaningful games with like the intensity of Flyers Penguins than I don't know, Flyers, say so yeah. Although, I do still hate the Sabres. I, when the, the, when it's all said and done, I still hate the Sabres for all those playoff matchups. Oh, sure. Uh, and 2006 and everything. But, you know, it's... Still, these are some pretty goofy-ass divisions. And um, we'll see. I mean, they keep rotating them, too. So, it's going to be... I feel like the division talk is kind of like what they've talked about. Like, it's going to be have the same feel to it of, like, the Hub City talk that we had to hear about for two months in, like, May and June last year. Where... Every, like, each week we came on, and it was like a new city was the new favorite. And then as soon as we put out that episode, they were like, you know what? That city was hands down the worst idea we've ever had. It's at the bottom of our list now. And then they, like, moved on to some other city. And then the next week we were just talking about... I feel like that's what's might be what these divisions are. We might just keep going through them.
0: Yeah. And but uh, I will say... I mean, do they really... I, I guess they like, feel like they... Why do you have to have four divisions, per se? Like, I get it from the, like, well, let's preserve the playoff structure, blah, blah, blah. The playoff structure sucks, guys. Everybody's been saying it for years now. It's an awful playoff structure. And given yeah. the extraordinary circumstances, why not break it up into smaller divisions? Uh Have a little bit of, you know, like, Eastern Conference cross-divisional and Western Conference. I don't I know. guess. Like, or just do five divisions and play all within... And so I think just that's do top why they, 16 for the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, I love that they would just go back to the old format, yeah. But I think for I, this I year... I think
0: they need to go even beyond that and just do top 16, period.
1: Oh, one 1-16? Like back in like the 80s type Oh, shit? yeah,
0: no, I want that. Oh, baby.
1: I mean, I wouldn't argue that. I think you hit on Screw the two big issues winners. for why... I, I don't why... Even
0: care about divisions anymore. Top 16, give it to me. Inject it into my veins.
1: You hit on the two big reasons why I think they're still going to stick with eight teams though because I think they want, it, they want to limit the travel for each team and they don't want it to be that they're only playing a limited number of teams. Like They want to kind of limit how much I guess these teams are, Like I guess they think reducing the traveling and making it so they only play seven other teams limits players' chances of I guess catching COVID rather than going all around the country and playing in all these different arenas and all the extra travel and everything. But rather than break it down even further in the divisions and make it just divisional play where you're only playing three or four other teams within that division. So I think they're trying to look for both where this is like the largest variety of teams teams are going to play, but also they think it's going to reduce the chance of COVID. That's also something I just thought of. I don't know if any of that made sense, but I'm throwing it out there. That's what... I'm laying it all out there. I Those are my guesses. I really...
0: Maybe, maybe I think they could they're just all pull an NFL and just say fuck it, COVID doesn't exist as far as we're I concerned, mean... and we're just going to skirt every rule that we can to try and get through this season. the The yeah. NFL season is just a complete joke at this point. Like the it's... fact that yeah, they have made it this far and have had this many players get infected, and you know, all they, they keep do is trucking. Like, yeah, just keep trucking. It's, yeah. you know, throw some fines out there, make some more money for the league, but that's that's pretty much it.
1: That's about it. Yeah, it's uh. <laughs> It really is. Some, i am watching it now. And The Cardinals coach just took off his mask to talk to one of his players. So it's like they really are just uh, – they're just winging it out there. You got to – in some respects, I mean, at some angles, I kind of respect it. But then, like, almost all of it, I – it's just kind of mind-blowing, the NFL's approach to it. I mean, and I think – I don't know. I still think the NHL might run into a problem like the MLB did early in the year when they didn't have the bubbles at first. And, like, I don't think – we're gonna have a marlins fiasco but there are still other teams that were running into issues within uh with cases so i think the bubbles were a big success but they they really can't do that again and i i think they might i also think they might just try to be like try to push it back and hopefully there's some kind of vaccine before the season starts and maybe that will kind of help level things out but who knows i mean again it's all up in the air and right now it sounds like the nhl is trying to add a little of the uh CBA issue spice into the uh into the meal here. So we'll see how that all works out, but uh
0: yeah. I mean, that's just going to be really weird if they do plow ahead with the divisions like that. I mean, the as you said, the loss of the the penguins rivalry with those teams I think is they're going to re... and...
2: Yeah. They, they got to readjust. Be shocked.
0: That. It, it, some of it makes sense, but again, like having both Florida teams in the the quote-unquote central division. Like I'm actually surprised they didn't like try to throw the one of the eastern teams like Buffalo in the central like Buffalo would make a lot of sense in the center throw them in the central they're the Buffalo Sabers who gives a shit yeah
1: who gives a shit yeah but I mean and again there's really it doesn't really look like they recruit any of the like maybe they're thinking they trade out Flyers Penguins for Hawks Red Wings and like Red Wings Blues but right now. I mean, like, n- nobody cares about the Red Wings or, or Blackhawks. Nobody outside of the national media cares about those two teams. NBC is going to give us an outdoor game between those two every single year, but nobody actually cares about those two teams right now, which sucks because you know the Blues is, are good.
0: You know what it is? The, the NHL sees the Pittsburgh Penguins. They're on the ropes. They're losing talent every year. Crosby, you know, marketer, that's my conspiracy older. theory. Yeah, and they said, you know how we can help them out? We'll throw them in a cake division. A real... <laughs> Just garbage no, you know what?
1: division. That's that's the one thing that really irks me is, you know, growing up, it was great. The Flyers used to mop up on the Penguins all the time. Used to love it. And then Crosby and Malkin came into the league, and the Flyers have been their punching back for all these years. This is the one year where it looks like the Flyers are finally trending in the right direction. They finally won a playoff series. They should be knocking on two playoff series win this year, if not more. Penguins are fucking putting Kasperi Kaepernick on the top line after they traded for a first-round pick and, uh, you know, added a whole bunch of skill to their roster and this would be the year that the flyers could potentially just punt like knock them around and uh they, they're not gonna see him the whole year just the whole they could potentially get the whole fucking season without playing the penguins this year it's a little annoying just a little bit but that's just my two cents you know that's my uh that's just you know that's why i'm laying out there it's my two pennies um but also on top of that there is more news uh, involving uh, COVID helping to cancel seasons. Uh, the Ivy League has canceled all winter sports and has also uh, delayed spring sports, and that is important to us as Flyers fans because that means uh, defenseman Jack St. Ivany, uh will not be and the Gale Bulldogs will not be playing this season. Uh, St. ivney is a 21-year-old right-hand defenseman. The Flyers took 112th overall in the fourth round of 2018. Had 16 points in 32 games last year for the Bulldogs, one of which was a goal. This was supposed to be his junior year. Uh, Flyers still haven't signed him to an ELC. Don't know if they will. Uh, I mean, I'm always in favor of signing collegiate athletes, uh, collegiate players, because they need a longer window to look at them. And also, I think the NH- and uh, the collegiate game is the closest game to the NHL style of play. But anyway, that's uh, the that's whole thing. The Flyers have until August 15th of uh, 2022 to sign him, I believe. Since uh, his season got canceled, I think his rights get pushed back to 2023 because they usually give NCAA players a four-year window so they can get drafted, finish four years at school, and then uh, sign that ELC. And then if they don't want to sign with that team, they go into free agency. So believe the Flyers will have another year to sign uh, St. ivney if they indeed want to. Um, and also
0: around... It's a great soap.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the, it's the best one out there, yeah. Uh, I also forgot to add uh, Cam York's and Bryce Brodzinski's stats for tonight, but Cam York started off the season pretty strong, had a three-point game in an 8-1 to win over the Arizona State University Sun Devils on, uh, on Saturday, had a team-high six shots on goal, and also had a tie for a team-high eight shot attempts in all situations, had a goal and two assists, uh, and through two games he had three points and 11 shots on goal. Uh, and then Bryce Brodzinski started the season tonight. Uh, first game of the season against Penn State. Uh, and him and the University of Minnesota will take on Penn State again uh, tomorrow night. I'm going to look up these stats in a second here to let you guys know. But um, uh, he's also, Bryce Brodzinski, of course, 20-year-old twenty year old right winger. I uh, was taking 196 overall in the seventh round of the 2019 draft. He had 12 points last season, seven of which were goals in 37 games for Gophers. Uh, and looking at... Uh, speaking of the NCAA, I've, I saw an article by Ryan Kennedy of the Hockey News. Thought I'd throw this on the outline because, uh, ain't a lot to talk about. So I'm just going to run through, uh, his top 100 NCAA prospects to watch in 2021. Not all 100, just the ones that, uh, the fires or where the Flyers are ranked. So he did have Cam York 7th. Uh, Bobby Brink at 11, uh, who's going into his sophomore season, uh, with the University of Denver. Their first game is December 2nd against the University of Minnesota Duluth. And uh, Jay O'Brien was ranked 32nd on Kennedy's rankings. He's going into his first year at BU at uh, uh, Boston University after a year in the BCHL. Their first game is on December 4th against the University of Vermont. Uh, Noah Cates is ranked 65th on those rankings. He's going into his junior season at the University of Minnesota Duluth. And again, their first game is on the second against Bobby Brink in uh, Denver. And then uh, Ronnie Adder. Who, a little bit of a surprising ranking there, but uh, 74th uh, going into his sophomore year at Western Michigan University. Uh, first game is December 1st against uh, St. Cloud uh, State. So uh, those are uh, some flyers. That's how uh, uh, I, I trust Kennedy's rankings on prospects. He's pretty well-connected in terms of like uh, collegiate hockey, junior hockey. So to have... A couple flyers on there was pretty encouraging, and he had two in his top 15, so York and Brink, which makes sense they're there. I was kind of s- surprised to see uh, Jay O'Brien up that high. That I think some of that ranking might be because he is coming back into the uh, into the NCAA after he kind of had a field run with Providence. So uh, again, J.
0: O'Brien's back, baby. That's how I'm taking it. He's back. He's, he's got control. a job again. He's going to be a, a first-line first player. <laughs> all the confidence in the world.
1: Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that answer. I'm rooting for the guy. Oh yeah, no, I want to see him do well again. I like Jay O'Brien going into that draft, except I liked him in like the third round, late third round, fourth round. I don't know about middle of the first, but that's uh, you know that guy making all those shitty draft selections. uh, You know he's not here anymore, so he goes. That man's done doing damage. Yeah. So uh, also more uh, one other note on the NCAA: uh, the Beanpot will not be played this year, of course, because of. COVID issues. Uh and then. Who's gonna one do other... the bean pot trot? <laughs> so Scott Scott, I mean, HL's the startup, so Scott Gorman can still do it. I mean he could just do that for a couple days in the time frame that was supposed to be the bean pot, so maybe uh maybe you can put on a show for everybody. The bean uh, and... pot trot. And then the uh the last the last bit of information on Flyers prospects, uh Uh, Canada held a World Junior uh, Championship practice today, and Tyson Forster, the Flyers' 2020 uh, first-round pick, was on the second line with Maverick Bork, who we talked about, was a prospect we talked about on some of the uh, preview shows leading up to the draft. 30th overall to the Dallas Stars in the 2020 draft, and then also on a line with uh, Jameson Rees, who is a Hurricanes prospect who was taken in the second round of 2019. And again, Forster hasn't played yet. The OHL hasn't started up yet. They're not going to start until the beginning of February. Also leads into my theory that uh, that is when the NHL is going to start up, and then uh, for the World Junior Championship, the games start on Christmas. So we will begin some kind of, uh, kind of hockey coming up here, uh, but not not immediately, and still maybe a month away. But uh, you know, it's 2020. Uh, we're looking at long breaks without live sports, and uh, again, all things considered, that's fine. But it that's will be fine. nice to watch the uh, World Junior Championship again. I haven't watched I haven't fully watched that in a couple of years now um, so hopefully uh, it is on the NHL network or something or stream somewhere and I can actually enjoy some of those games but uh
0: <laughs> you think you're gonna enjoy something in
1: 2020. <laughs> oh no I well the good news is not all these games will be in 2020 so enjoy the ones after January 1st but uh what somebody who won't be playing hockey in 2020 for the rest of 2020 or in 2021? Uh, is the uh, are the Redding Royals, the uh, Flyers' ECHL affiliates, the league below the AHL. Uh, sad transition. Th- yeah, very sad transition. But the Royals and the rest of the ECHL's North Division have voluntarily backed out of the 2021 season. Uh, that includes the Worcester uh, Railers, the Islanders' ECHL affiliate, the Maine Mariners, the Rangers team, the Newfoundland Growlers, uh, Maple Leafs team, Adirondack Thunder, the Devils team, and the Brampton Beast, uh, the Senators' affiliate.
0: That's a friggin' outstanding name there, the Brampton Beast. My God. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. They've been around. Uh, they, I think, they used to be a junior team way back, but they, yeah, they've been kicking around in the uh, the minor leagues for a while. It's a hell of a name. Uh, and uh, but those those six teams, uh, including the Royals, those six teams uh, join the Norfolk Admirals, who are an independent club, and the Atlanta Gladiators, who are the Bruins U C H L team, uh, who backed out back in October. Uh, to give the UCHL eight teams backing out of their 2016 league. So uh, they'll be running 18 teams this season uh, when the season starts on December 11th. So again, not just the NHL, obviously, hockey at all levels has been impacted by, or has, you know, there's been a COVID effect on their seasons. And uh, yeah, the Royals isn't, I mean, we never talk about the Royals because usually Flyers' prospects don't end up down there. I mean, to Manco played some games down there this season. And in the past, prospects have come up from uh, the UCHL. I remember when I used to cover Titans games, I saw Jason Atkinson down there. And when the Royals were the Caps affiliate, Grubauer, Philip Grubauer was in that. So there is some talent down there, but it's not as prominent as the AHL, where if the we were talking about the, the Phantoms canceling the season, that would be a big deal because the Flyers have to figure out what to do with a, a ton of their prospects. A baton, a metric button.
0: That's a scientific term, of course.
1: Scientifically speaking, yeah, they'd have to figure that out. So, uh, I mean, now that we got that out of the way, Steve, uh, are you trying to write some jerseys? Oh, yeah. Trying to yeah. look at some. Uh, trying to look at these uh, retro reverse jerseys. Yeah, reverse I, retro I, retro reverse.
0: <laughs> I'm, I mean, it's the same shit, right? Same shit. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
0: It's all nonsense. Uh, yeah, I am here to talk about these reverse retro jerseys. So, the NHL has decided, let's get in. They, they see the NBA changing things up every year. These City Series jerseys, the, you know, the infamous Boathouse Road jerseys that we talked oh, about yeah. a little bit last week. and New Philadelphia just, like, jerseys, yeah. The Philadelphia, the most representative area of Philadelphia, Boathouse Road. Hey, yeah, yeah, it's that's right. among the top five things that a national broadcaster will show. To
1: oh, yeah, we weren't through that, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's true. Yeah. But... The the NHL said we can also throw out some some jerseys for you know make make a little extra of that sweet sweet merch money each mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. Yeah. and I'm for it to be honest I I'm always, fine with it yeah well I I like it just because I like seeing all sorts of different jerseys I'm a big fan of sports jerseys and I like seeing different things thrown into the mix even though I don't always like what is thrown out there especially in the recent <laughs> years for the Flyers like it's. It hasn't always been good in in recent years for the Flyers, but and we we've spoken about what the Flyers reverse retro ended up being for this year. It's grown on me, I have to say. Since we I will
1: say, yeah, same here, and I think it's mainly because of the burn orange. I I think that's one of those things. You put burn orange in a Flyers jersey, you put Kelly green in an Eagles jersey. I, I think I'm gonna be sold. I I think that's my stance on that, my team's uh, colors. So. And also the old or, Oriole bird, but that's uh, an opinion that like maybe two other people in this that listen to this will enjoy. So, but the burnt orange <laughs> is what we need. And uh, again, I'm not a big fan of the uh, the sleeves, but
0: I, it's I guess it's not the end of the cuffs, world. I've determined the white cuffs are the thing that yeah. really throw it off because it just looks very odd.
1: Yeah, but again, I, I mean, like I, I do enjoy the burnt orange. I do want to see. It'll be nice to finally see like Drew and Borjack and Katori and a little bit of that burnt orange
0: um oh yeah for and sure. i mean i and, guess uh, yeah here's the thing looking at the rest of the nhls it could have been oh it could have been worse yeah and while the concept might have been reverse retro which is just you know essentially remix a retro nhl jersey uh not all these teams had the storied history that uh mm-hmm. some of the other teams had and some of them just did not give a shit and <laughs> turned in their assignments and is... and good enough
1: yeah, and those let's talk about those teams first because to me, and I'm looking at Brad Kepper's rankings from our site, but he put the Red Wings 26. I I can't. It's literally their practice jersey. I can't get over this. It's the just Wings their logo.
0: Is terrible. A white
1: jersey and then gray straps on the elbows, and that's it. it like that's that's their logo. Yeah.
0: On the Guy Fieri scale, it desperately needs donkey sauce. It needs, oh, it needs it has no
1: donkey sauce at this moment. It, it, it has needs literally a none of
0: donkey sauce.
1: It yeah all it, does, it drains donkey sauce that's how bad it's, it is and I don't know if that's sexual or not but that's how bad <laughs> it is is it's it has literally it's a negative donkey sauce rating it's white it's,
0: and gray guys it's just white and gray it's it's just like the blandest piece of crap that they could have turned in but hey all right guys let's
1: <laughs> <to enjoy. laughs>
0: I can't imagine a Red Wings fan going you know what we have one of the best looking jerseys in hockey let's buy this piece of trash that they're throwing out maybe. There this year.
1: Well, maybe they did it because they knew they were gonna suck ass again, and they didn't. They were like, "Well, people are just gonna not want this jersey anyway. We may as well make it as unforgettable as possible." But also, looking at this picture, oh, I, I think they should have
0: gone like hog like over gone nuts and made like a new crazy mascot, or done like an octopus jersey or something. <laughs> Put like Christmas
1: lights on the jersey, like something like that. Red
0: Sea, the Red Wings. I was wing, looking you know.
1: at. Yeah, said, I'm looking at the picture that Brad used. This guy is the worst giddy-up. He has the Red Wings like jersey on. And then he's wearing camo cargo shorts, which, oh, like, I... that's the I, official this guy... NHL
0: promo issue. Or pr- promo, promo. Yeah,
1: that's... I, yeah, I mean, it's... I'll tell you what, it's, it's something, but... They suck! The Islanders, the Islanders, oh we need to talk about the Islanders missing their chance. The Islanders cause...
0: literally just turned in an Islanders jersey. Like, that looks like their old
1: one looks... from like 0 or 0 Like that looks like what their away jersey was. It's it so doesn't annoying. even
0: look different than what they're wearing right now. They didn't reverse yeah, it really anything. Doesn't. They didn't do anything different. And this is a team that a few years back had those terrible black and white jerseys, but at least they tried something.
1: Yeah, no, it, it should have been... I, and I like those those terrible black jerseys more than this. But also, I like... They should have done... Were at something. least They
0: were going for something. This is yeah. just like...
1: They should have is... done the Fisherman's Color Scheme, at least. Like, even if they do did the this... the fishermen. Fisherman. Yeah. You should have used that logo. But even if you're not going to do that, at least use the... Like, that teal orange and that, like, shade of blue. Which, Like, you're I guess, looking out west. Much, yeah.
0: And all those teams went insane with theirs. Yeah. And yeah. did exactly what you want for insanity. And... Here are the Islanders. I'm blaming Lou for this. Lou Lamarello, the oh, devil absolutely. himself. Yeah. His bland ass just went, let's not do anything for this. Let's just wear Islanders jerseys.
1: Yeah. No, I, I agree. And some of these other ones, I'm looking at Uh, looking so at the rankings. The...
0: I've got a list I made for myself here. Oh, right? baby. I have like categories of lazy, great, fine, oof, and weird. Okay, (laughs) i mean i'm not going to read the full list because i'll just i'm using this as a launching point for discussion but other ones i did not care for at all i did not care for the vegas golden knights jersey i thought i i just didn't like that
1: now see i kind of that's i i guess i'm in the minority with that one because that one to me is fine they went for something obnoxious and it looks obnoxious and they have nothing to base anything off of yeah
0: I respect them going for something obnoxious and them not having anything to base off of. I just don't like it.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, I feel like this is a, I feel like this is a jersey that, like in NHL twenty seven, would be like the jersey I would want to use because I know it's going to be like one of those hard, like the the horrible like send second jersey back in like oh six oh seven or something that I still love that nobody else likes. I feel oh, like God. that's what the golden ice one's going to be. Yeah, <laughs> so now, like that's. Yeah. One I
0: one I really don't like that I've seen a lot of people uh actually it's tended to be like at the top of their list and I really don't like it is the Sabers jersey.
1: Oh, I don't like the Sabers one either actually. I've seen a I lot think... of people
0: ranking that pretty high and I think it just looks like the biggest piece of like early 2000s trash.
1: Yeah, like well the Buffalo thing at the bottom is bad. If that, they took that away, I might like it more. Like where even it was j- just
0: the SP Nation blog logo of the source? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what it looks like.
1: Well, yeah, that's yeah, and like I get that used to be like one of their logos, but they, they you can't have that as your main one, and then the the head on your shoulders. The you know Buffalo what I mean? like with he,
0: attitude is right there.
1: Yeah, just put it in the middle of the jersey and keep the same colors. That's all you have to do. That's or like at do. least make it, throw it back and make it so uh, it was like the main color of the jersey was red with the the Buffalo hat. But yeah, that's, attitude, that's
0: fair. It's right there.
1: Yeah, it honestly is. Yeah. Like, so that If the Calgary
0: Flames are going to pull out their weird horse logo. And I love their Flames theirs. coming out. See, I, I don't particularly like that one. A lot of people oh, love that baby. one. Oh, baby. I love but that one. Th- that's maybe my hottest take is I, I don't really like that one. But a lot of people seem to really love that one. I, I like old school Flames, red and white and yellow. That's all the Flames I like. But again, they're going for yeah, it. What, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Going they're it. going for it. I respect yeah. That. Like the teams that really phone this in are the ones that I just uh, ugh. Like Who, I don't like the Sharks jersey with that just like bland gray color. Yeah, um,
1: like, I'm alright with the Sharks one. I mean I, I'm not a big fan of grey being their main color. They should have made it the uh, that type it's, of green. It's but, like, like
0: fine, but it's just like I don't like anything about the design on that. Um
1: Yes, yeah, see, was, I like the old, I like the because it reminds me of like the old Nolan jersey like the older ones. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, but the, uh, the I, I just thought those yeah, were just like yeah.
0: pretty like generic yeah, things at the time but yeah, no, that's no, just that's, me. yeah that's fair uh who else was there that was weird uh i did not like the the blue jackets jersey at all
1: the blue jackets reminds me of the uh um the caps it looks like a caps variant like it yeah. looks like it looks like it should be another like it it looks like uh the caps it looks like they replaced the uh the the cap jersey from like 07, 08. Or there are white ones now that they mainly use and they just plop the old Blue Jackets logo. I do like that Blue Jackets logo.
0: logo. Oh, see, I, I hate their logo. I think they need they, a new
1: one bad. They need to go back to the jacket when they uh, didn't know if they were talking about like, you know, a military thing with Blue Jackets or they're talking about like another, you know, like an animal. They need to go back to the insect when it was like the uh, the insect head.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> like just
1: put, uh, yeah, like that's what they should it's have done.
0: mascot, you
1: know? Yeah, it's like right just, there. I forget, Stinger? Is that his name? I don't uh, sure. know yeah, why not? Uh, I, yeah, but, like, it, it like looks just jackets, like it.
0: Like, the only jersey I've ever liked from the Blue Jackets is that alternate with the Cannon. That's it. So that that's is a I pretty
1: like. good one. Yeah. And, again, I, I I do have a soft spot for those old. I do like the C B, but I, I I do need to see some of their mascot, who, again, I forget because he's not Gritty, upi or Harper the Hound. So, Harper the Hound, if you're listening, you know still front of the show. So. Why
0: haven't the Flames uh, made Harvey the Hound jersey? That's all I know.
1: That is a good question, and that's something I'm going to ask the with, Flames one day in my retractable life.
0: retractable tongue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that Craig McTavish will just pull out again. Yeah. yeah. I So can I throw out one I really don't like, and I actually kind of agree with Brad on this one, because I think uh, the Stars. I, I feel like the Stars oh, are no, a team I, I not like flutter. the Stars one. Like, I like their fucking Tron jerseys better. I was a bigger fan of those weird like highlight jerseys they had that we talked about a couple weeks ago that were all black with like the, um, the neon green or whatever. I liked those better than whatever the hell. And I I know they're pulling out the old like, the old uh, format that they had when they won the cup and everything like the Mike Madonna era ones. But uh, I just the color scheme is just uh, yeah, it's pretty lazy. Do you put this in the not trying category?
0: I I would throw that in the like lazy maybe well the thing yeah. is it's it's their late 90s jerseys but like, right it's yeah. just too much white like it's the too much thi- yeah. you have to see the outline of the actual star on there and that's what made those i'm not gonna say cool because they weren't cool but they were definitely of their time
1: yeah no yeah and again like they're they do hold a distinct place in their history like i and like those jerseys again i, I don't really exactly hate those but uh i think See, for the stars, I think their best era was, um, I mean, their best jerseys are the ones they have now. I kind of like that green and their logo now. But it's not really like the prettiest history, jersey history with that team. But, uh, you know, if they're going retro, I guess they have to downgrade the uh, the look because I think their jerseys look better now than they did back in the 90s.
0: I mean, the thing is just have some go for the 90s jersey, but just have some contrast. Like,
1: <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. It yeah. just
0: looks like nothing. And on More. the note of looking like nothing, let's talk about the Jets. This like gunmetal gray <laughs> jersey that they, the Winnipegans who like they're throwing it back too. to like I'm like a, the only one. <laughs> but the thing is, they're throwing it back to like a much better, older, cool jersey, and they went with just this bland ass color scheme for it.
1: Yeah, you know they why why not the Thrashers? Is that because we were worried about how Atlanta would feel about this? Because I'm gonna I give mean, you they a, didn't
0: give a shit about Quebec. <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, no, actually, that's a good point. Yeah, I was gonna say, I doubt any of Atlanta Threads, yeah, or Har- yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is true. Then why didn't they, yeah, goddamn, why didn't they just go with the Thrasher's look
0: it's, or
1: the Thrasher's colors? Because that I mean, would have been the
0: Thrasher's jerseys were terrible back then. Oh, in
1: the no, day, they were atrocious, yeah, it those third been jerseys, hilarious. yikes, yeah, no, it would have been yikes. great if they had done that, but Are yeah, they could have just done uh, the Jets with like their that red dark blue and like uh I guess brown or gold or whatever the hell that third color was for them yellow yeah
0: I mean what, the uh, thing is the jets back in the day had really cool jerseys and this is throwing back to that but it's just I don't know it's like the colors what
1: about be. what about another team that didn't have anywhere to go what about the Minnesota wild going with the North Stars uh, colors
0: I go back and forth on this one where I uh, see I kind of like this more than other people too I
1: think like I think that's fine I think considering... it looks
0: clean. Uh, the funniest yeah. thing about this is they keep throwing out gear saying Zach Parise designed this hat. It's like it's the logo okay. on a black hat. Okay, yeah, that's
1: fantastic. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs>
0: Good design work, Zach.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's actually got a an eye for fashion because he did this one fucking thing. Yeah.
0: Well, I like I like the jersey itself. Like it's a clean, cool look to it. I guess the thing is like I'm not a huge fan of the color yellow to start with, and it's like a very pissy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's my fair. only problem with it. But yeah, like, yeah that's yeah. I mean, the actual jersey design is cool. I like it. So I, I have no problem. No qualms with the Wild. Yeah. yeah uh, that's we're just fine. moving through the Central right now. We might as well just keep going with the division. Uh, the sure. Predators are fine.
1: Again, I, I mean, yeah, they really didn't have much to lean back on. And again, I'm always going to be biased because that silver reminds me of, like, when they first came in the league. But I guess that could have been, yeah, maybe it could have been better. Yeah. It's a little just bit of that. Just fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's really not anything. I don't hate it, but it's also not like. It's amazing. not the blues. I like the blues one a lot. I'm not gonna the lie. The thing
0: is, the blues went for it, right? The, yeah, the blues like went for it. One of their most yeah. infamous jerseys from the '90s, and they just yeah, went it's for the
1: Gretzky's it. ones. Yeah, and yeah. I again, I kind of like how that looks. I would have liked. They had those old shitty ones with, like, the trumpets on them. Have you ever seen those from, like, way oh, back? Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, they should. I would have liked it they gone Gretzky's here for one year, there. and
0: he's going to wear this garbage.
1: <laughs> yeah. If they had pushed in that direction, that would have been great. But I do like this logo, and I do like it's the same. It is the same. It's the reverse retro. They actually did it. So, yes. and I, I like again, that.
0: I have respect to people who actually followed followed the assignment on this as your your yeah. NHL teacher here.
1: Yeah, Lou. Lou Lamourello. Looking directly at you, Lou Lamourello. Looking
0: directly at you, who just turned in a lazy-ass assignment at the last second. Yeah, I can just steal this old work of mine and put it out there (laughs) if it's good enough. (laughs) Let's talk about the Blackhawks for a second, about the Chicago Blackhawks, because there has been uh, quite a bit of controversy on the fact that the NHL just isn't showing the logo here. Yeah. Well, I don't know why
1: though. Why would they? Uh, is there something? Uh, why would they it's hide like the logo? Is there, uh... or something? Yeah, that's interesting. I it's did. Like yeah, they,
0: they saw the most controversial uh, sports team with the name referencing a Native American, and uh, they said, and that team went to the Washington Football Team for this year. I mean, not for you know any good reason because they're Dan Snyder still a piece of shit, but yeah. they did it, and that was a step in the right direction. But the Blackhawks, like, they still put a jersey out there, and they're still going to sell this jersey. And, oh, people you know, are still going to buy it. This isn't going to stop, oh, I don't know, NHL on NBC's Twitter account from wishing Patrick Kane a flowery happy birthday <laughs> with Patrick <laughs> Kane might also be considered a piece of shit to certain people, or, you know, most yeah. people. But it and show the Blackhawks logo everywhere in those pictures, but that's, that's neither yeah. here nor there, folks. Um, from a completely objective standpoint, fine jerseys, but... I just think it's interesting that they are now deciding shied away. Yeah. They're just shying away from it, which is, uh, it's yeah. cowardly. Either little, go- You're yeah. going to have this and sell it and just feature it. Or you can't just show the back of the Jersey and act like nothing's there. Like that's just right. cowardly bullshit right there.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. And in terms of looking at it objectively, I th- I think they're fine. Like I, uh, I get what they're going for, too. It kind of looks like their old... I think one of the Winter Classics, they had that logo. And it was mainly a black jersey. Uh, yeah. And they just threw more red on there. But again, yeah, I'm not really... that. I don't really have much opinions on the Blackhawks one. So, who else is... Uh, wait, who else is in the Central here? Uh, my the...
0: my number one overall is in the Central. That's the Colorado Avalanche, who went with the throwback. Oh, they're your number one. Jersey. And I, I do think, like this. That, that shit is tight. The maroon and powder blue is... I mean... As a, a fan of the 80s Phillies jersey, I am a huge fan of that color combination. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. It just looks yeah, that great, is
0: man. Like They combine the avalanche look with the Nordiques looks uh, seamlessly, and yeah. they're going to sell a shit ton of those.
1: Oh, they are. I think it already is like the highest-selling one. I believe I saw that, yeah. But it makes sense. They are pretty fucking good. Um, I just, uh, my, I mean, my favorite, honestly, I'm, I kind of like the Coyotes one a lot, and I because that one is absolutely wild
0: the coyotes and... one is they just took their most bonkers jersey and threw it back out there and i love it yeah the one with the full desert landscape at the bottom of the jersey that's and that coyotes logo
1: it's so oh good. i love that coyotes I...
0: logo like i used to have uh the the white what was home at the time jersey when i was a kid and i'm forever mad that i, oh, yeah? I lost it sometime because oh damn well, yeah. i just thought it was so cool when i was a kid when they came out with this crazy logo and I, I was into it and then everybody dumped on it and then they went with this generic ass shit that they have today and nah. i like that they're they're looping back to it you know i mean everything from the 90s is cool now like snapbacks and shit but it's because we're like, old now. <laughs> we're old now, and we like the stuff from And people younger.
1: don't know this. Yeah, people, uh, these young people don't know anything about some of these jerseys, so it's new to them, but nostalgia for us. The, uh, but, the
0: Coyotes going with their bonkers original look makes me just so happy. So that one,
1: and my other favorite one is the Ducks one, and I think everybody can agree. Yeah, I think everybody agrees on that one. I think everybody likes the Ducks one. I don't know if it's like, at the top of everybody's list, but I, I love it.
0: I a wild wing jersey, but <laughs> I'm so happy it exists and they brought it back. And it, it looks as good as a jersey with a cartoon muscular goalie duck leaping <laughs> out of an icy pond can possibly yeah. look. Like it's... yeah, they
1: nailed that part. Yeah, that aspect. I don't think anybody in the business is doing it better in the uh, mascots jumping out of hardened ponds section. I think they really nailed that part. So it's, uh,
0: it's phenomenal. Like it's, yeah. I just love that. They pulled the opposite of Heart the implants. Islanders and they embraced it and went for it.
1: Yeah, the Islanders I'm really, again, the Islanders once again suck in every aspect because they really, that could have been the one time people actually knew and cared and were interested in the Islanders was if you brought back that dumb fisherman and you brought back that color scheme in some capacity like if you made that, if you made their jersey that color that like, uh, that, that green color people would, it, it would have been one of the better jerseys that came out but and instead remember, we
0: like, get the wavy yeah. like numbers and letters too like yeah no yeah it <laughs> was it had all the great trademarks of a shitty late 90s yeah it was a 2000s. hot mess Jersey. yeah it was and, like a complete and hot
1: mess. yeah we needed it back and uh again the Islanders did not deliver because but the ducks did the yeah the ducks did i like i really do like the ducks went and, out and coyotes and yet again yeah.
0: cemented their reputation as the worst most boring team in the <laughs> <laughs> They're just the worst really possible did. thing for the NHL at this time. And I hope disaster hits that roster of a sort that all the players just forget how to skate tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, like Nothing. A long layoff, nothing yeah. I don't want anything bad to happen to anybody beyond learning, you know, forgetting how to skate or play hockey. Like if they all woke yeah. up tomorrow and forgot how to play hockey, I'd be very, very happy. It's just, they are, or I don't know. Like, it's just, they're making everything boring again. I, I don't like it. Yeah,
1: can we uh, keeping it in the uh, terrible New York area? Can we talk about the Rangers jersey and the Devils jerseys too? I like the I like the Devils and I like the Rangers going for it, even though I'm not the biggest fan of the Rangers jerseys. Uh, but I
0: think it, I think the Rangers jerseys look clean and fine. Yeah, just like the Rangers always look. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, I'm glad they they at least went for something, even though it looks. Pretty much almost exactly like, like their the old, yeah. Statue of Liberty head jerseys from the nineties.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like
0: it's it's brave of them to actually use a logo for once instead of just writing their name diagonally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that is true. The Devils I mean, I like the Devils one a lot. Uh, but that's because I also like the older eighties version of like the Devil's jersey and this is pretty much again they actually went with the reverse retro it looks like the opposite the exact opposite of that so i like yeah. i like the devils one a lot uh in term. just objectively speaking about the jersey
0: no it looks good like the the green and red together is very christmassy but it it works for some reason i don't yeah, know the, i'll never understand no idea why, why. <laughs> the new jersey devils went with green and red in the first place but i it, it works it, looks it does it and, does work uh, i think them, they're gonna yeah. sell uh, tens of those to, you know, tens of fans.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're going to sell out all their... Yeah, they're just going to leave them on the uh, seats at the games whenever they come back in. The fans come back into the arenas and they'll get... Yeah, they'll move like 40 or 50. It'll be a big <laughs> business for them, so... Uh, what about... Uh, what other... Uh, yeah, keep going. So, there.
0: I mean, we'll just... We were in the Pacific, but now we're in the Metro, so let's just go through the rest of the Metro real quick. So, uh, Penguins. I, I think it's fine. Looks I good. Think it's it is a true reverse retro of the... Yeah. According again, to one Snoop Dogg era jerseys.
1: Yeah, so again, like I, you know, it is. I considering it is the reverse retro. It is. It is a pretty good look. Yeah,
0: it's not an exciting design, but it no. looks. It looks good.
1: Yeah, and also I do think of Snoop Dogg when I see these jerseys. So that is, uh, I guess, that's a plus. But yeah. uh, who else you got in the division? Capitals, oh, caps
0: We we touched on briefly and. I I I keep going I back know. and forth on this one too.
1: I'm, yeah, I'm in the middle of the road on this one. And Brad had him 14, so I think everybody's kind of missed on him.
0: Because it's, I mean, the the design looks pretty good with the modern colors for them. Because I yeah, always yeah. thought that like teal look for them was really weird.
1: It was a weird time. I yeah. Mean, so
0: essentially, you've got the the two most patriotic team names right besides the Patriots. You've got the the Washington Capitals going with this like teal color and you got the Philadelphia 76ers going with black and gold, so
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: It was quite a tough.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh I do like I mean it will be cool to see a veteran in these again because this is the these are the jerseys he came into the league with and he scored that ridiculous goal against the Coyotes in. So like it will be that'll be cool. Uh and I do I don't know, I kinda do like the the, the Eagle logo. Uh I like their jerseys more now.
0: I think but it looks I better now like... than it did back then.
1: Yeah, but I I guess like for a you know coming back and then looking at it like fifteen twenty years later, these are maybe twelve. I think it was yeah thirteen years ago. I think it's out. But coming back and touching on it again real quick, that's fine. I I don't think they should institute these as like the regular third jersey logos or something. But you know uh, remembering how they were, they look like this at one time. I guess it's fine. Um, trying to last, look team at, metro, yeah. last team
0: in the metro. Last team in the metro is the Carolina Hurricanes. It went with the. The old Hartford Whalers look, but but I guess they reverse retroed it and they went with the gray jersey, which is that yeah. that was a weird decision for me because I thought it was a slam dunk going with the Whalers when I thought they were going with like white or green and they went with gray. Yeah. and it it's I would have taken blue. It, it's probably the worst of the three. Yeah, blue also would have been good. It's probably the worst yeah. of the like four options they could have gone with for them.
1: No, um, really, yeah.
0: I, I would like to it all blue. Longer, so I, I'm still for it.
1: Yeah. No, I it's really hard to miss the Wheelers logo. They tried, but I, I don't think they you really can. But I would have I would have liked to seen the, the like the uh the blue instead. But yeah, gray gray's a choice. Grey is definitely a choice. Yeah.
0: Grey is a choice. Let's finish up the Pacific. Yeah, let's go um, back to the Pacific. Quick. So the Oilers one I'm gonna throw that in my bland category. Just just a fine kind of too. bland yeah. jersey. It just it's just like it's too white.
1: I I do like it but it's not I, I don't know I feel like it could have done more but maybe it'll look a lot better once once we actually see it in game action but uh, it Professor does look for a Foresight lot like give
0: it an incomplete
1: <laughs> yeah that's right yeah if I was uh, grading this jersey uh you know maybe I'll try a little bit harder next time Answer all the questions on the quiz yeah <laughs> but I it does kind of look like the uh, the format of the 80s one but I would have liked to like if they had done this, and maybe used orange as the main color, but they already pretty much have a jersey in recent history like that. So it, they should have gone with the oil drop,
0: oh, like yeah. that.
1: Uh, yeah, like the uh, from like the mid two thousands. Uh, that was a yeah. Bad, they should have gone with that jersey, and they should have they gone with that and and this color scheme. So switch it up and make like blue jerseys, and make the oil orange or something. That's what they should have done. But these are oh, yeah. I don't know. I think these are okay. I don't I don't hate these. these are now me.
0: let's. Let's talk about the Vancouver Canucks cuz this one this one was weird. This was a weird choice. This, this the Canucks have one. this like gradient jersey with their that goes from blue into green. I I think it's a tribute to their their jerseys from the 90s but with the current logo, I I don't know. Uh well,
1: I mean, yeah, I guess I guess that is <laughs> that is what it is. I just uh I'm just not a big fan of that logo for them. I kind of like the skate plate things they had back in the 90s, like the um, the ones that they had when they lost in the cup. I like that logo more.
0: I like the one where it's just the stick.
1: Uh, that one's just funny to me because they kept it simple. That was, they were just and like, you guys want to make a logo? The yeah, they were like, no, fuck it, put a stick in a square and we're going to put that on a logo. Like, they were just, they, that was like somebody was hungry and they had five minutes to lunch and they just pounded out that logo, but... but-
0: yeah, like this is a perfect opportunity to bring back the Pavel Bure jersey, jersey uh or era jerseys is what I was trying to say, the Pavel Bure uh um, yeah. era jerseys. And they didn't do it for some reason. Or the Giant obnoxious V? Like there's so Oh my many god. Could yeah. have gone they could have done that. Yes, yeah. which is Yeah. Fine, yeah. I and I
1: I mean, yeah, I mean this is a it's it feels like a pretty ugly jersey, but I kind of like it. But again, I I've got to be in the minority with that uh and it feels like they just they could have done I more guess. yeah it's fine uh well i do like the, the kings a lot the, kings the, the la kings
0: one. i think is great because they, they nailed it I am they out. went with the gretzky era the mm-hmm. wh- you know what's traditionally the like, king's logo yeah yeah the, the king's logo from that era the silver what's traditionally silver black and white and yeah. they changed it to the the purple and yellow and I think yeah. it looks awesome. Like it, I, I think it looks really ex- cool. I didn't think they'd be going with that, and they did, and it, it looks great.
1: I think I think this looks really cool, and I think if you switch the, like if you made it black, silver, and white, and you use like the crown that they used back in like the '70s, I think that would look awesome too. Like I think the Kings have, like the Canucks, there are a bunch of jerseys they can work with and a bunch of color schemes, and uh, they nail one of them. They could probably make a bunch of different like variations of jerseys. They really had to. So like if the league rolls out another series of retro reverse jerseys, uh reverse retro jerseys. I don't know why I keep saying retro reverse. <laughs> but it uh I think they could probably nail another one out of the park. But these these look pretty good. I do like these a lot. Yeah. It's a shame the kings suck. Like but yeah. Yeah, it's
0: a shame. They're, they're terrible. A real shame. Yeah, they're gonna yeah.
1: It's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so sad. But
0: lastly, we move back east to go with the, the good old Atlantic with the fake yeah. Atlantic as I, I like to think of it.
1: That's right, yeah. Uh, Let them know. Still, uh, it,
0: it should be the Flyers division still. I, I, I'm, I'll I, forever be mad about that. So we start <laughs> off with the Maple Leafs here, which... Uh, is this jersey just supposed to look huge? I don't,
1: uh, I, I, I don't know. I really don't like it. Again, the Maple Leafs have a, a ton of things they could have picked from, and I, I feel like they missed it. But I guess it is... I mean, I guess maybe that's like a alteration of like their old ones from like the seventies or six. I don't know, but it just doesn't look just not a fan.
0: It's just, I don't like know there. <laughs> yeah. It feels
1: like they, they missed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Tampa Bay lightning. So the Tampa Bay lightning one's a weird one because it feels like just a regular Tampa Bay lightning Jersey from back in 04, but it actually is a reverse retro because they were wearing black jerseys at that time yeah. on the road and it's yeah, as yeah. blue is its primary color so I, I mean it looks convincing like you actually went oh that's naturally what they wore at that time and it wasn't
1: yeah and I, I do like the, uh, the older logo too yeah,
0: I mean not that, like, weird font that they used to spell out Tampa yeah Bay I mean it's I not, gotta uh, say i exactly really glad at a certain point they said oh maybe we don't need to put our full name on the jersey when they're <laughs> lightning bolt they'll know who we are
1: <laughs> yeah actually that would look how, yeah if they took away the lightning and just had tampa bay on top of a lightning bolt that would look a lot better but uh i do i don't know i kind of like it because it does it, it is what it used to look like i mean i the 2004 side or like those jerseys were fine so um what about the panthers you got any thoughts on the panthers one
0: i, I say i saw a lot of people really loving the panthers one and i did not agree with them i think it's Again, just fine. Like, it's yeah. not really... The Leaping Panther logo is cool, but uh, I was kind of glad they simplified it at a certain point. Yeah. They... I don't know, man. Like, it's just fine. Like, I don't really have any strong feelings on it one way or the other.
1: The, uh... they, I wish they had gone with... They had... They had third jerseys back in ten eleven or, like, 09-10, where they had, like, the powder blue on the shoulders... They should have used that logo and made, a, like, a powder blue jersey, and I think it would have been one of the best in the league. Yeah. Like, they just, like, because no, I mean, it, it's in now, that color. Uh, those Rays and Twins jerseys look pretty good with them. And uh, I think Char- yeah, Chargers use it, too. Like, uh, I think the the Panthers could have, this lo- like, they could have just used another logo besides this. Or gone with, like, the palm tree and hockey stick. Like, I wish they had gone with something else besides uh, the Panthers logo.
0: Yeah. I mean, what it's I'm just, again, at. feels like just a, a throwback, which, I mean, it's definitely appealing to a, a segment of the fan base, whoever is a Florida Panthers fan segment out there. Segment of the Panthers fan base, yeah. <laughs> whoever that may be, but it's it's just fine. Like, this one doesn't really get me one way or the other.
1: Do you think we have one Panthers fan that religiously listens to fly perfectly?
0: I think I would have heard from that person by now. But if we, what if you are? Please we'll hit us find up on Twitter. We will find out. We
1: will definitely find out tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> we will find out now.
0: I'm pretty sure we don't though. I'm pretty sure. We I
1: don't. would guess not. No. Let's but.
0: Let's talk Who about else is left? The Montreal Canadians with these Canadians. Oh yeah,
1: how, yeah, how do you feel about these? Switch?
0: I don't Brad's know. high on them.
1: I, I don't know either. Like they seem. I can I, I want to see them in action. I, like, yeah. they, I can see the appeal of them, but I'm not as high on them, I, I guess, as other people.
0: They were ruined like by the guy who went and made the Tobias Funke from Arrested Development oh. <laughs> Photoshop where he took I Tobias, who's painted up for the Blue Man Group, and put the Montreal Canadiens logo <laughs> on him. <laughs> it's, a, it's an incredible yeah. Photoshop. I wish I had thought of it first. It's that good. And I'm going to pull up the tweet. It's uh, Twitter user A. Zadarski. Who put it out there and said I am so sorry? And it's it's just incredible. <laughs> I tweeted a couple days ago, and it's it's so good. And that ruined these jerseys for me. Like I I can't I, look at them the same.
1: They I, look I do. Okay. They look okay, and also I will have to give them credit because it is uh like the they don't use blue as their main color in any jersey, so I do like that they switched up and went with that. Uh, yeah, it's and the I reverse it does look. Again. Yeah. And like, again, uh, it, it's fine. I don't know. Like it's, I guess I'm not as sold on it as other people, but uh, maybe I'll look better out on the ice. Who knows? But that's uh, that's my stance.
0: Let's talk Ottawa now. Let's talk the Ottawa Senators, which I, Too this is one way. I liked. Oh, see, I like this one a lot better than most people.
2: Oh, all right.
0: I, I like the like two dimensional one. logo. I, I like the two dimensional logo. And I think, I, honestly i I like the red and black I think it looks good I, I maybe I'm crazy but i, feel I like would a lot like of people really hated this one but I, I don't know I think it looks good I actually like the the color of red they used and I think the red and black look good together
1: yeah i I like it too I just I think it needs like some white somewhere in there like maybe the the um the line at the bottom like that black line at the bottom or maybe like the bands above and above and below the numbers I don't know like it's I, I don't know like it but at the same time we ripped the fire jersey because the white cuffs look weird um so maybe uh maybe i don't know again also i do like those older weird uh sense third jerseys that nobody else likes so i, I guess i was kind of <laughs> hoping for that that look but and they didn't go that way
0: i mean that's but, the one uh, thing is like it doesn't really feel dynamic but i don't know i like the the simple colors i don't know it looks yeah pretty good i want to see i like it more yeah, than I, I
1: most. I, gotta, I mean, I don't know if they have like the helmets and gloves for all these out there, too. i got to look at that stuff. I want to see how it looks all together. Because, uh, again, you know, you're know, you not going to improve. Like the, the Red Wings jersey is going to look better in a normal setup instead of a guy wearing camo cargo shorts. But these other jerseys <laughs> might look better if you know like what they're working with with the gloves and helmet and shit.
0: We know, so. we know the Red Wings aren't going to look better, though.
1: No, the Red Wings aren't going to look better in those jerseys or just as a hockey team overall.
0: I, good, to fuck, see... I mean,
1: fuck them. They, they deserve to go through a little oh, bit of pain, Yeah,
0: a absolutely. little bit of pain. They bragged yeah. for, you know, Oh, the longest streak of making the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. now they're miserable. Yeah. It's great. Yeah.
1: Now Iserman's going to dig them out of the hole eventually. But right now they get, I think they should sit in a little bit. They should uh, have a little bit of pain here. That's my sure. personal stance.
0: And you make a good point. Cause I do want to see how they look on the actual players with full equipment on. Like I, that's, I think the reverse retro for the flyers looked a lot better in the official look. And I'm excited to see what they actually look like on players on the ice, whenever the hell that might be.
1: Yeah, yeah. And again, you, who knows? Who knows I, when that'll be? But
0: and we got one more to discuss. One more, and we're done. Boston Bruins. I, I
1: again, too, I liked it. Yeah, that's fine. That's again, fine. a lot like of yellow, nothing, but it's it's fine. Nothing really,
0: crazy. Right. I don't really love yellow. I actually think it's used pretty well here. Uh, better than that, you know yeah, what that's I would say fair. Some other ones, but because it's kind of a muted yellow to it, but yeah. it, it looks good. It's simple. It's got the bear. I wish. I'm surprised I didn't go with the full bear on the the chest though. <laughs> that crazy bear. I was gonna bear. say.
1: I want the I want the other bear they used, like the ones that they had in the um. In the mid-90s, as like their third with the yellow jersey. Like, I wish they had that as their main logo rather than the um, coked-out bear that they have on the shoulders. <laughs> it's from, like, the a 70s coked-out or bear. It's,
0: it is yeah. like an insane, like, Which, I'm to steal way, your picnic basket and tear it, you it over see,
1: you. I can't imagine the fear that would go through someone if you saw a bear hopped up on cocaine. Can you think of a more terrifying thing? Like a bear that's just pumped and ready to go right now. That would be the worst. Sounds and uh, Yeah, it sounds like not a good time. It Sounds just, like he
0: just talks you up the entire night, like watching you <laughs> on his script idea. He just won't leave you alone. Yeah. Every this twenty bear... minutes, the bear goes takes the, the shit bear's in the woods. a waiter
1: in LA that's got a script that he's just waiting for somebody to crack open.
0: <laughs> Every twenty minutes, that bear has to go, take a, uh, quote unquote, shit in the woods, and he yeah, comes yeah. back just filled to the brim with energy.
1: Just to stump out in the woods, that he's he's just got lines on credit card waiting out there. He's ready to go. He's good.
0: If I told you guys my idea for a honey bar, okay, it's a, it's a bar, you go up you get honey, there's a bear bartender, it's great, it's great. But And then the bees, the, the bees are there, but it's the house bees. So, like, collect your thoughts, buddy. Come back to me a little later, okay?
1: It's friends, but with bears. That would be a great show, right? Everybody would eat that shit up, right? Anyway, I gotta go back in the real quick. There's I'll a babysitter
0: that. at the bar, okay?
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, and then the babysitter so, yeah. drives you home. You're, which one's your favorite? You're landing on the uh Avs. the abs one.
0: Avs are I, I my really, favorite. And
1: not, I think I like the Coyotes still. I don't really I might be the only one saying that, but I know a lot of people like the Ducks too. I like the Ducks. I don't know if
0: a lot of people are saying them as their their favorite, but I, a lot of people yeah. really like the Coyotes. And I by the way, I really appreciate the NHL doing a reveal on the same day for this, or Adidas doing that, like so we could sit here and rank them while there's nothing oh, yeah. else to talk, talk about hockey-wise. Yeah,
1: no, it is a good, it is a good time killer. Yeah,
0: and I it respect was, all the teams that going through this. Like, I might not necessarily yeah. like what the Flames went with. I just have never been a big fan of that logo, but I like that they went for it. I like that the Ducks went for it.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. It's I, I like that because like the Islanders pissed me off with that. Non-J- the islanders and the red wings just not just mailed it in
0: like even the knights they, there's had had, to do
1: anything else right now yeah the
0: knights with no history whatsoever put forward a crazy alternate jersey
1: uh, fucking hot yeah it's just an absolute mess of a jersey and i love it i love it yeah it's great um well i mean from one hot mess to another hot mess you want to get in this batch update, <laughs>
0: oh baby that <laughs> is a good transition yeah. I, yeah,
1: I think I've been doing all right with the transitions tonight. I had that intro one. You're I had a the good one night. for the J. I'm doing right. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not feeling it. Uh, so uh, let's get into the batch update here. Um, so, uh, quote, Montel, Ivan, Damar, Chazen, Ed, Bennett, and Joe. Make it to the first group date where previous Baptist couple Ashley and Jared host a date with the theme of grown-ass men. So I don't think I would have made that cut, ass Steve. Men. I'm not a grown-ass man, uh, so I would have been uh, on the sidelines watching this one. I don't know how you feel uh, personally, but also, that's a, that's a hell of a line of names there. Uh, and, yeah, we'll get into that in a second. But uh, we start Montel, with some...
0: Ivan, Star, <laughs> Jason, Ed, Bennett, and Joe. Ch- Ch-
1: is Jason a name? Is that a, is that a thing? Like, every other name I recognize, I, I don't know. Just, well, just
0: name Chase, guys. Just name Chase. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, we start good with
0: good old chassis.
1: <laughs> we start with some math and spelling questions where Harvard grad Bennett misspells limousine and has trouble with subtraction. Well, we've all Jesus been there. Christ. I mean, that's a... Bennett. I <laughs> uh, kind of feel yeah, that's uh, that's pretty impressive. If you uh, well, it just speaks volumes that uh, if you go to Harvard, you're not really you know you're not actually smart. So uh, that's. That's my stance. Anyway, at one point, Ashley, the host, sneezes, and Jerry tells her to cover her mouth because, you know, to uh, which re- responds, but I've been tested. God bless this country. So, yeah, that's uh, you should probably always cover your mouth when you're sneezing, COVID or not. Uh, just uh, always, uh, you know, you got to worry about germs, no matter what's going on, global pandemic or not. Uh, so just uh, cover your mouth, you animal. Um, next section. Uh, next is a breakfast and bed competition, Okay. Uh, Chasen doesn't make anything, takes off his clothes, puts on just an apron, and claims that he is the meal. Oh! Oh. Uh, our our boy Bennett, decked out in a bathrobe, feeds Tasha. I realized, uh, apparently I was saying the name wrong last week, Tasha pastries in the bed, and wins the grown-ass man competition. Uh, Ed wins the man-child award, and is made to carry around a doll for the rest of the day. Holy shit. Um, man, that's, uh, that's, I'll tell you what, this is a good show, um, even though I haven't watched it, just based off of everything we're hearing here, it's a good show.
0: I'm the meal.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty. Guess, that's a lot of confidence right there for a that, guy that, with that name. That's
0: that's like uh, I don't know the old SNL dick in a box right there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was that? Uh, the thing in Varsity Blues when? Uh,
0: oh, the Whip That's cream? what
1: that, Yeah, that's what that. I. That's all I'm picturing with that fucking scene. Is that obnoxiousness? That's. Uh, yeah. All right, next blurb. uh, Quote Ed accuses Chasen of wearing a medium shirt, and Chasen tells Ed he has chicken legs. All right, a lot of beef about body type here. Uh, Ivan, the chess playing engineer, blindfolds Tasha and feeds her a single strawberry. He gets the group date gross. After Tasha sends some dudes home, it's time for another group date. This time, the dudes learn MMA moves and wrestle each other without shirts on. Is all wrestling shirtless? in parentheses, of is given a super soaker of olive oil to spray them down. What is happening on this show? How I is mean, this, this is not? Just it turning feels, into... this is softcore porn right here. This is I not. Mean, should, this is not should on they ABC. Just
0: wrestle in Jello at this point, or yeah, Bob like
1: honestly, what I... is? Uh, I just love that they also. <laughs> I hope it was olive oil and not water. Like, I hope they actually made it that fucking weird as that they put olive oil in a super soaker, but who knows? That we'll is, never is know. That like, in well, intern
0: or PA or whoever had to go and <laughs> fill All the these poor people.
1: All these oil. poor people who are doing this during, like, a pandemic, and they're like, all right, so we're going to shoot what with a super soaker at who? And it's they're doing what making now?
0: making sure your show? mask is on and going like, are you done with the olive oil yet? The olive oil super <laughs> soaker? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just fucking incredible. And it's so to, to answer the question, also, it was all wrestling shirtless. I believe like competitive, collegiate, collegiate no. high school uh, level wrestling. Well, they wear those like weird wrestling suits, right? The ones where it's yeah,
1: which it's skin tight, a little, little too close you, to comfort from a my lot of chest. but like, yeah, but, but like, I guess they are, but yeah, and I, guess, uh, I
0: guess professional wrestling, it depends on the character.
1: Yeah, I believe it does. Most uh, of it is on the wrestler. But I
0: I don't believe everyone is shirtless
1: like stone cold steve austin technically shirtless but he does wear that vest so like you know there's a lot of there's is a lot of technically uh...
0: a shirt, it's a, a half shirt
1: right? hey, welcome to vest corner yeah let's break it down hashtag hey, vest welcome. talk uh i'm gonna welcome
0: to craig's vest corner
1: i think anything that covers up the nips constitutes as a shirt right that's probably <laughs> the way i'm looking at it <laughs> I think so that's pasties, a fair...
0: Pasties count as a shirt. Okay, right?
1: you know what? I, I, that stance is already incorrect. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Uh, but we'll, we'll come back to this. We'll come back to vest talk <laughs> later. Hashtag vest talk. Um, moving on. Ha- uh, quote: Joe attempts to bring the macho level down a bit by complimenting everyone and handing out his favorite Korean food con- uh, recipes. So oh, Joe as one does. Uh, seems to be, yeah, as one does. Unquote. seems to be, uh, yeah, the one level-headed guy at the show that shouldn't be on the Bachelorette. So uh, Joe. I think pull him for you. Also, average show has a very was... average name.
0: What, what did you say about average show?
1: I just said he's an average show. He has a very average name. No one guy on here that doesn't have a, a name that sounds like he should be like a Chippendales dancer or something. So <laughs> yeah, Chasen, Chasen.
0: oh, that's that's just an atrocious, atrocious name. That's the
1: that's the one I'm thinking of. That's the one I'm looking at. Is yeah.
0: And you know, I find whenever tempers flare amongst men, that the best thing to do is just exchange korean barbecue recipes that yeah it's just handouts
1: was. yeah that usually at, at least slows down the anger or lo- lowers the uh, toxic masculinity or re- masculinity or whatever so it's uh it's not a bad approach by joe
0: guys guys two of the
1: hat to you joe
0: let's talk <laughs> about kimchi for a second
1: <laughs> maybe and who knows uh, maybe a was a fan of that we don't know but uh last blurb here quote Ed has a shoulder injury and opts out of his fight. As soon as he drops out, the mustachioed Noah hops the fence to take his place. Tasha is into Noah's bold fence hopping move. They make out, and then she insists he he shave his mustache. He runs back to his room, gets his electric razor, razor, and brings it back to Tasha, and she shaves it off for him. Noah gets a group date rose. Holy shit! Noah out of nowhere, hops a fence, shaves a mustache, and he's he's in there.
0: He's he's literally. In the clear. Literally pulling a WWE heel move there. Just popping up out of nowhere and taking the, the championship belt.
1: So you know, when Noah was hopping over the fence, uh, that's that was called Noah's Ark. Because he was leaping over the... I, that felt good leaving oh. the bat. I don't care what your reaction is. But people will enjoy that. Um,
0: good night
1: good <laughs> hockey. That's a, that's a boy to end that batch update. Just on I gotta the say, corner. this guy...
0: Just no self-respect if he's just immediately saying, yeah, shave my mustache. You know what? You never deserved to have that mustache in the first place, sir, if you were so Bigger question. easily willing to compromise on it.
1: Do any of the contestants on the Bachelor Slice Bachelorette have self-respect? I think that's a big question. We heard about that's, the that's olive fair. oil wrestling. Um, we've seen some of their names. Yeah, it's, I'd like to I, think I Ivan,
0: know. who is a, an engineer and, and knows the game of chess, actually has a modicum of self-respect. But I, I could be wrong.
1: You know what, him and Joe seem like they are, and also Ed did call Jason for wearing a pretty tight shirt, so maybe uh, maybe Ed knows what's going on too, so Ed, Joe, and Ivan, who, I don't, might be Ivan Provorov? We don't know, let's bring this back to the Flyers. Is Ivan Provorov on The Bachelorette? We'll find out. We'll, we'll, I'm sure somebody will tweet that as tomorrow, I don't know though.
0: Well, I, I would like to think that Ivan Provorov, after spending so much time with Sean Couturier, knows how to play chess, not checkers.
1: Oh baby, there we go. That's your there. It is It's getting in there. Also,
0: Ivan fucking get back to
1: training, buddy. I know you like you power lift like eighteen hours a day or whatever, and then do cardio for another six hours, and then you never sleep or anything. But let's focus on uh, keep that training program up. Well, I don't know when your season's starting, but yeah. Do you
0: think that Ivan Proverov's not training right now?
1: He pro he is. Probably bench pressing as we speak right now. That, that man
0: is bench doing pressing. Doing
1: suicides or like biking like fifty miles. He's doing something obnoxious. He's, I love he's that guy. Bench
0: pressing a <laughs> full redwood.
1: <laughs> that's what he, <laughs> he's probably hanging out with that bear, doing a couple lines out in the woods, fucking getting uh getting all hopped up and ready to work out. that maybe be uh, <laughs> I mean, if he's doing the off season right, that's what he's doing. Anyway. Uh I mean should we get into, uh, you want to do these power rankings real quick? And we won't, sure. we're not going to get too political, but let's, uh...
0: I mean, so, we've already uh, dunked, listen... We dunked on them earlier. Rudy Giuliani will not leave the city of Philadelphia alone. Keeps accusing it of bullshit. You know what? Fuck you, Rudy. Rudy yeah. came out today in this insane press conference with, I shit you not, hair dye... <laughs> dripping down his face while he was sweating which is just gross like it looked like he had a head wound and at one point he said that there's always fights breaking out at philadelphia eagles basketball
1: yeah yeah so eagles basketball he that's did what correct himself
0: and here. say football but initially he said philadelphia eagles basketball games which is that's just perfect perfection right there
1: so so let's do a power rankings of these teams here. Uh, the Eagles basketball team, Sixers baseball team, Phillies hockey team, or the Flyers football team. Who would be the best out of those?
0: I would have to think the Eagles basketball team. I
1: but think the Eagles basketball the Eagles team. Eagles have
0: probably... been very shitty this year, so who knows? Yeah,
1: I was going to say, and also their hands positions aren't exactly great, and that's who I think are one on a basketball team. So I don't know about that one. Sixers in basketball, I can't really, uh, I, don't, I don't really know baseball. what to think about there. Rudy Sixers baseball yeah uh yes yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry Sixers basketball said so that yeah uh Sixers baseball uh I mean See, I would
0: think if it was Flyers baseball then probably the Flyers actually might be the best at you know the cross sport there if it was Flyers baseball yeah. because they are very experienced at swinging. maybe Philly's hockey
1: around. maybe Philly's hockey then will work out pretty um, well
0: it depends on if JT Realmuto is gonna be around, which yeah, probably true. not because they're really screwing that up. Hey, how good do you think Bryce slap
1: slapshot is?
0: Mm. I don't know. It's probably good. Probably probably good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. let's see. Okay. Sixers baseball. Well, I don't know if they have enough guys to fill a baseball team, right? <laughs> like I don't know about <laughs> yeah, pro- the other benches, but I mean Probably
1: Probably get tired, yeah, doing a lot of pitching and running and stuff, yeah.
0: Where would Embiid play?
1: Well, that's a good question. Where would you... First base? It's a power hitter?
0: First base, yeah, think... that's where you usually stick a power hitter. So. I think.
1: Or, like, if maybe it'd be, like, a, a pitcher and just throw, like, 100 mile per hour. Be, like, a closer, <laughs> maybe? I don't know. And the thing is... Just could, throw nothing could, but heat.
0: Could Ben Simmons... Ben Simmons would probably be great at fielding, but then, could he actually get the ball to oh, first baby.
1: base Oh baby, oh baby, yeah, that'd be a he can't shoot, that'd be he something. Can't
2: shoot.
1: Uh, Flyers football, uh, I don't know. My theory is hockey. Hockey players would be, are the least athletic of the four major sports. I think. Like I could see, or at least their any...
0: athleticism translates. I think it not. It translates the poorest to another sport.
1: Okay, that's yeah, that's probably the way to look at it. Yeah, because skating is a pretty big fucking deal, and these guys do have amazing hand-eye coordination and the speed of the game and everything. But yeah, like I feel like uh, can't really see any flyer playing basketball. Like I, I don't think Drew has no. a Sweet J. so I can't. I don't the, think everybody can dunk sport on the team. The Flyers
0: yeah. could, I think, the only cross sport the Flyers really could do well at here is baseball, and I think the Flyers could do very well at baseball. The Phillies, yeah. Could, yeah. I also have a tough time seeing them. Crossover, they might be able to do pretty well at hockey. That would probably be the the best cross sport for them. Uh, I, I'm thinking Eagles basketball right now, but I mean, I also don't know who's gonna play where. I mean, and also, I mean, Jordan Malata is not gonna be able to just like run over dudes, right?
1: No, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, it would be, yeah, it would be. Uh, be you just really issue. have to. You gotta hope block, that Travis though. Fulgham
0: can can yeah. really come through. I, I was gonna Fulgham. say
1: that would be. I'm thinking, I'm picturing like Lane Johnson working the block down low, or like Jason Peters getting the ball with his back to the basket. Like I'm picturing something like that, and he just pull like a like a shack move and just dunk on people. That's the only like uh, that. Also, I feel like Carson Wentz would just become the Ben Simmons. Like he would just be that guy who would just sh- shoot over the backboard like five times a game for no reason, inexplicably. Like just couldn't hit any mid range shots bringing... or anything.
0: You bring in Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts at the same time, and you have a lot of confusion over who should be getting the ball at a certain time, and it's all (laughs) going to work out. God fucking damn it. Yeah, thank you, Dougie P. That that has been driving me insane all year. When they'll pull in Jalen Hurts, everybody knows they're going to run it, and... Oh look, they ran it. Oh uh, yeah, I surprising.
1: Thought. Yeah. Also, Hurts has been having fumble issues too. So like, uh, I don't know. That's a whole thing with that it's, football it's team.
0: Spectacular.
1: Ready for them to lose to the Browns on Sunday. <laughs> it's
0: gonna be great. It's it's been it's gonna a be Fantastic sports year. Yeah. So well, think, speaking of, uh, the Eagles basketball the winner out of the, the ones that you laid out? There? I, I think
1: I think I'd. I mean, yeah. Flors also, Phillies hockey.
0: I don't. I, I don't know if the Sixers... Tra- I, I feel like I'd be more comfortable with Sixers football.
1: Oh, and Embiid would be a fucking hockey, monster tight Flyers end. Baseball. Embiid would be like the next Gronk if you play football. Oh, yeah. You, you, it would just be, it would be nothing but like lob passes to the end zone, and he would just be coming down with it. Like that DeAndre Hopkins play on Sunday, the 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 Eagles never miss a Hail Mary. It would just be Embiid in the end zone, just standing and putting his arms up, and nobody could get to him. It'll be the best. It'll be the best of both worlds. So.
0: And sadly, it'd be a lot like Gronk in the fact that neither of them can really stay healthy for that long. Oh boy. Oh man.
1: Yeah. Well, Gronk's. Uh. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, Gronk has. Uh. Had some uh, injury issues too.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, you ready to go around the league here? I uh, yeah, got what, two important notes this thing for around that the lake.
0: You're avoiding here. What does this? What does this mean? I've been. Oh, the mouse at the palace. Thing. Yeah.
1: Oh, it was. Uh, do you remember the Pistons Pacers brawl? I mean, we're going to talk about if we were uh, running low on time, but we we're. Uh, I think yeah, we've right. adequately both yeah, yeah. this time. It was that. You remember when Ron Artest went to the stands to beat the shit out of fans? Pistons yeah, fans?
0: yeah. I didn't know what that's I mean. all that
1: was. It was 16 years ago today. So oh, I was baby. just going to talk about how like that was before Twitter. That was before social media. So that's like, still one imagine... of the
0: most insane sports clips oh, I've ever it seen. Was Ron insane. Artest just going ham in the crowd. I like... watched. It, I watched uh,
1: that Sports Center so much that weekend. Yes. That was insane. It was. That was, was the exact was the arc-
0: experience I had. Like, I watched it repeatedly on Sports Center. It was Center unbelievable. I couldn't yeah. stop.
1: And, like, the only aspect I like is it is, um, you know, a lot of a lot of fans get a little drunk, a little mouthy at games and they talk shit to athletes. And uh, this was the one time the athletes were like, You can't handle us. We're a lot better than you than a lot of stuff. And they uh, decided to punch them all in the face. So uh, that's the only aspect I thought of it that was entertaining. But again,. Just a crazy all-around debacle and uh, not really related to hockey or anything, but it is 16 years to the day, and I thought it was worth mentioning. And also the, that Jermaine O'Neal sliding punch will ever, forever be ingrained in my head because I can't get that out of my mind of him just sliding like five feet and delivering a, a haymaker <laughs> to some random fan, and then they just fall down. Again, insane, and I don't even know like how it happened in the first place. but
0: Let's just have anyway. one purge game a year where the athletes are going nuts <laughs> on the fence.
1: Oh, my God. That would be, yeah, that would be something. So, uh, a hockey had theirs. They had Mike Milbury back in the day, uh, beating some fan with the shoe.
0: I mean, there's the Ty Domi incident right here in Philadelphia.
1: And Ty Domi, too, yeah. So, hockey's covered. Uh, football, hockey's covered, you. We,
0: we also had the Flyers back in the 70s getting in some altercations with fans in the stands.
1: Oh, yeah, that is true. Oh, yeah, Dave Schultz uh, did uh, get a little dicey with some Islanders fans once. Um, yeah, and also, no, actually, that's, yeah, the Blues came into town and they fought some Flyers fans, too. I forgot yep, about that. Yep. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that in is pretty good. The 70s, nonsense. that
0: shit you're stepping a lot more when the ice or the glass was a little lower and the standards and, uh, were. And security based off more. of
1: everything I've seen about the 70s, people could do pretty much whatever the fuck they wanted. Like, there was no cell phones or anything. You could just go out and do whatever you wanted. So, getting in the fights with pro athletes seemed like a slim possibility whenever you, you, you step that.
0: shirt you smoke 400 <laughs> cigarettes during the game and you get into fights with pro athletes after drinking a bunch of dollar beers
1: yeah that's uh that's kind of how it went down that's what you had to do yeah
0: those were the days
1: Alrighty, so uh all right now we'll do around the league and we do have a pretty serious note here on the around the league but we'll finish up with that um so, uh, Michael Haley, uh, signs a one-year deal with the Senators for 700K, uh, Jack Quinn, who was the eighth overall pick in this year's, uh, 2020 NHL draft, signs his, uh, entry-level contract with the Sabres, and Jake Wallman signs with the Blues for two years, 725K a year, um, and the Panthers made a pretty historic, uh, hiring, um, this week, and we'll talk about this and, um the marlins gm uh at some point in the near future because i want to go down some options for the flyers and the rest of the league when it comes to uh inclusive hirings but the panthers hired uh brett peterson as their assistant gm he is the first black assistant gm in NHL history uh he was the vice president in charge of hockey for Wasserman media group uh, which is a sports marketing and talent group uh talent management company based in la that's uh I believe that was according to ESPN, and um, he was a D man with uh, Boston College back from uh, 2000, 2004. and he also played parts of five seasons in the ECHL. Again, props to the Panthers for that hire. Um, and then on a that's
0: awesome news. I just wanted to to comment on that real quick. And yeah, again, we we talk about diversity in the NHL and how it is just desperately needed. So another step in the right direction. That is awesome news, and uh, kudos to the Panthers for for making that hire. And... And I
1: believe, and again, I'm throwing this out there, and I thought I saw it in passing, and I'm probably wrong. I think I saw Ken Campbell say something about how Mike Greer might be in the running for the new Vegas Golden Knights AHL head coaching position. I think there were rumors that Mike Greer might be up for that, so that would be, be pretty nice to get those two hires in the in the same month here. But um, And then on a very serious note, and I know BSH Radio touched on this, and we'll talk about it now, now, um, so uh, a young man by the name of Brian Page is a member of the Philadelphia Little Flyers, a team in the U18 AAA um, locally. Uh, he has a Go, uh, GoFundMe page up now by his teammate Corey Owens, and Owens, Owens explains what happened to Page earlier this week and why Page needs our help. Um, so I'm going to read from his GoFundMe page real quick. Um, Owen says, in our game yesterday, Brian took a really hard hit at the blue line at center ice. Brian was taken to the hospital in an ambulance and then airlifted to Jefferson Hospital in Philadelphia for emergency surgery. Uh, The doctor's prognosis for Brian was that he had broken broken his C5 and C6 vertebrae, along with damaging his spinal cord. Uh, The doctors also believe that he might not have the ability to walk again. Brian is an exceptional young hockey player and human being. We are asking for friends and family to help raise money for him. He's a long journey ahead of him, and any little bit of contribution towards his recovery will help. Thank you in advance for anyone who else raised money for Brian and the Page family. So devastating story. Um, they're looking for 350k of help. Already up to 225k. I mean, we should. Everybody should try and work to get him more money because that is a. I can't even imagine what's going through that kid's head right now. Um, yeah, and it's, it's
0: absolutely horrible. I, yeah, I, I mean, it's just imagine. a terrible thing. It's, it's just awful. So yes, please, if you can, you can contribute, please uh, do, do so. Uh, we will tweet out links to this uh, tomorrow yeah. with the episode and I will contribute as soon as we stop recording. Uh, that's, it's just, just awful. And especially, I mean, you just hate to see anybody go through something like that. And it's going to be a long road to recovery. So every little bit, definitely, Helps with the. It's it's amazing how much this shit costs. It's it's it's, it's just awful. And whatever you can do to help, definitely go out there and help. Especially given this time of the year and state of the world. Any Um, little thing you can do, it it definitely appreciated. Yeah, and uh, I'll
1: I'll see if I'll, I'll talk about this next week too. See if they hit their mark. Um, and see if me mentioning, uh, next week, maybe, uh, the info will hit a new set of ears, and maybe somebody's able to contribute. I'm going to see if I can contribute as well. Um, I don't know how much I'm gonna be able to give, but I mean, this is just a terrible situation for this kid. And, uh, I mean, obviously we hope we can walk again. Uh, it sounds like a pretty devastating injury and, um, we're, we're thinking of you. I'll just say that Brian, um, yeah, we're thinking of you. Stay over strong. Free, yeah. Brian.
0: That's just, uh, just awful news. And, yeah, uh, really just terrible uh, news. I hope you can, you know, bounce back.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's really, that's really all we can offer, I guess. So. I,
0: I can't even imagine going through that if uh, as a family member or anything. So, uh, as I yeah. said, every, yeah. every little bit helps. And uh, doing good things just, you know, makes you feel like a better person. And please get out there and help. Oh, yeah, this would be a good one. Yeah. That's yeah. all I can say. Well, folks... Uh, please go out and help Brian. And that is uh, all we got for you today. If you have any feedback for us, the best place is on Twitter. You can reach Craig at sports are bad.
1: Yeah. And uh, God, I've been pumping out a lot of tents. So always look out for the prospect prospect report. Now on Mondays, I did a connect me player review this week for the 2019, 20 season. I'm going to have Scott Lawton out uh, sometime next week. I wanted to do a return flight at some point uh, next week as well. And then um, that's pretty much what I'm working on now, but I will also try and do... um, I'm going to start trying to drop in some return flights too. I'm trying to go back and look at uh, games that happened uh, years ago on a particular date. So I have one lined up for Monday. I want to see if I'm able to get it out in time. Uh, And I'm going to see what's on the table for December and everything when it comes to that. And...
0: uh, yeah,
1: yeah, that's uh, that's about it. That's what I got going on.
0: Alright, alright, alright. Reach Craig at Sports or Bad. You can reach me at Flyperbole or at Esteban. but for your hockey needs, make it Flyperbole. Follow PSH Radio, follow Broad Street Hockey. And like Broad Street Hockey on any old piece of social media you can find us on, please, and uh, rate and review the podcast. Always appreciated. Folks, that's all we got for you. Stay safe out there. Please wear a mask. I know I know it's been politicized in in an incredibly obnoxious way. It is not a political issue. Please wear a mask and stay safe. We almost have this COVID, you know, licked. I know there's a few more hard months ahead of us. Hopefully just a few more, but it could be a bit, but wear a mask, please. I cannot stress this enough. All right. That's all we got. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, in the words of the great Gene Hart, good night and good hockey. (laughs) Like other hockey teams that play the sport of hockey. Steve, but not Steve Hartnell and Craig, but not Craig Ruby. No, this isn't all those hockey guys. These are the guys who watch the hockey sport. Yeah!